Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Ethan, and this is another episode of Roster United, episode 22. Not so many episodes. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go back and just review um, now, since I have a little bit more experience, on some of the Marvel United expansions. Now, yes, we ha- I have talked about lots of of the expansions lately, but I still haven't talked about the Sinister Six nor the Infinity Gauntlet. And of course, now since I have a little bit more experience and I know a lot more about the game, I will be going back and reviewing the other expansions as well, like the Tales of Asgard, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Enter the Spider-Verse, Rise of the Black Panther, and more. I am super happy um, to talk about these expansions, because this is what makes the game a lot better. Other than the promo box, and, you know, with all the villains and heroes that come in those, and that big expansion, you have these other mini expansions here, and, um, man, it's just, they're so cool, they're so fun, um, they have lots of great content, as well as cool challenges to play, to challenge yourself and your friends. Um, it's super cool, and I wanted to talk uh, about every single expansion later, you know, throughout the next couple of days. Every episode should be maybe around 10, 15 minutes, and uh, we're just going to be talking again. Uh, This might be a little longer just because I'm explaining uh, this, you know, this new series, but we're just going to go through every expansion, and there's six expansions, um... And we're just going to go see, you know, what each one has, uh, the characters, is it worth getting, and things like that. I hope you enjoy. So let's go into today's first box. We're going to go and we're going to see Marvel United Tales of Asgard. Alright, so Tales of Asgard is actually a pretty good expansion. Now, what does it come with? Well... If you get Marvel United Tales of Asgard expansion, you will get Thor, Valkyrie, Korg, and Beta Ray Bill, who is basically a dinosaur version of Thor. Uh, Those are all heroes, and you will get one villain, of course, Loki. Now, before we continue into the challenges and all these different kind of things, How good are the characters? Because the characters are the main reason why you get any expansions, right? The heroes and the villains. That's what makes the game change, uh, you know, that's what makes the game change and uh, spice things up. So how good is Thor? How good is Better Ray Bill, Valkyrie, and Korg? Well, I will tell you. I have talked about all these four characters uh, a while back, uh, maybe four or five months ago. Um, but it's always good to just go back and just talk about them, you know? So, Thor here is a great character, great move and hit kind of character. Not, and actually, he's decent on heroics, I'm not gonna lie. And, um, Thor is fantastic, I think he's a really strong character, um, and yeah, I just think he's really good. Only problem with him is his ability, yes, he has the, the hammer, Mejanir, and uh, man, it's it's super powerful. If I'm correct, it's it's a uh, deal three damage to a single enemy, 
if I'm correct. And oh my goodness, that's really strong. But again, it's not deal three damage to, you know, just deal three damage in your location or three or two damage to any enemy. It's just deal three damage to a single enemy. So you're dealing all this damage, which is great. It's fine, especially if you're gonna if you're ready to defeat the main villain or one of the th uh, minions, right? But if you're supposed to clear characters, um, if you're supposed to clear characters in uh, you know in uh, locations, you can't really do that much with that ability, which I thought was was you know kind of stinked because. You know, Thor can throw the hammer and bring it right back. I thought he could do maybe something with that, but uh, but I was wrong. I was wrong. But still, other than his ability, he is still really strong. He's very great, uh, very strong character, um, worth playing, actually. Next up, we have Better Ray Bill. Now, I switched the order here because Better Ray Bill, believe it or not, has the exact same stats as Thor. Yes, the exact same stance as Thor. Better Ray Bill has the same moves, the same hits, heroics, and wilds with Thor. But there is one big difference. Better Ray's ability. Now, if I'm correct, Better Ray's ability is just deal two hits and draw a card. I think. I think. I don't have it out with me right now. But it, that's Better Ray Bill's power. Deal two hits, draw one card. You could do that three times, and your hand no, and your and your, um, you know, your hand limit is none in Marvel United. You can have as much uh, hand limits, um, if you can, if it's possible. With Better Ray Bill, you can have up to six cards in your hand if you play it correctly. Six cards in your hand—that is fantastic. And dealing two damage, not to a single enemy, just deal damage to. Anything that you want to deal damage to, it can be two uh, thugs. It can be, um, you know, to the to the uh, villain or to the minion and the threat card. So there's a lot of options there as well. Better Ray Bill's stats again are the same as Thor, and like I said earlier, Thor is really strong character, really good and heroics and moving and hits really balanced. And Better Ray Bill is the same. So think about. Thor and a little better than him. Better Ray Bill. Thor, Better Ray Bill, two main attractions in this um, expansion. Now, what about the other two uh, people? What about the other two uh, characters in this expansion? Well, I'll tell you. You also have Valkyrie. Valkyrie's actually not a bad character as well. Um, Valkyrie, she, uh, she can move a lot, as well as do lots of, uh, what was it? I think it was, uh, lots of heroics as well, and she can do some hits. Now, her ability is where she can just move around, and, uh, you know, move around, uh, in the different locations, and I think that is really good. I like that ability. Uh, Valkyrie's nice and strong, very, very good character, um, one of my favorites, like, favorite underdogs, right? Because if you're picking a character in Marvel United, you might not always pick Valkyrie. You know, you, you might not always pick Better Ray Bill. Um, but these two characters, especially Valkyrie, is really good. Maybe not as strong as Better Ray Bill, but probably a little stronger than Thor. Um, 
and you know, it's just my opinion, but man, it is fantastic. Love that character. Love that character. Really, really good balance, you know, in her stats. It's just, it's all good. It's all good. Next up, you have the last character. This character is going to be really fast to talk about because I don't really like this character. Uh, this character uh, might be one of the worst characters. Not the, the worst, like as we've discussed uh, uh, last episode, my top, you know, my my least favorite heroes, you know, 57 to 47. Korg wasn't on that list, but in the next episode, he will be. Uh, the only reason he wasn't in the worst was because of his ability, which was deal two hits in your location or in adjacent locations. I thought that's really good. You can split in your location. Uh, you can split in both adjacent locations. You can split in your location. I think that's really awesome. I really enjoy that. Battery Bill, fan. Uh, or, <laughs> Battery Bill, excuse me. Korg, really good character in that. In his ability, his ability is top notch. Honestly, like, his ability is probably one of the best abilities or power cards in the game. Love, love uh, Korg and his ability, but his stats aren't that good is the problem. Korg has too many hits, not that many heroics, and not that much moves, uh, which is no shocker. Usually in Marvel United, if you have a character that has lots of hits... And a really good ability of, you know, of hits. Their moves and heroics aren't going to be that high in the count. Um, so I'm not really surprised there. But that just brings him down is the sad part. If Cork had a little bit more moves, he might be at least from bad to average. Maybe still not at such a good character. But at least he wouldn't be like he is now. I say he's bad just again. Too many hits. Like, what's going on, people? Too many hits. Not that much of literally anything else. So, yeah. Korg might be the weakest link in this expansion. Veteray Bill and Valkyrie might be the two um, underdogs here. And that's a good thing. That's a great thing. You know, it's, it's these two characters that just not a lot of people would probably pick or choose because they ain't popular. Um, you know, they would pick Thor because, you know, Thor is amazing, especially in the movies. Everybody loves Thor. Thor is a great character. But if you give Valkyrie and Better Ray Bill a few chances, especially in Marvel United, the board game, you will love these two characters. They will be probably your favorite ones, probably the most played characters in this expansion. I know for me it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I've played with Better Ray Bill... Probably the most in this expansion. I've probably played with him maybe a good 30, 30 times, 25 times around there. Really good character, really balanced. I love, uh, I just love Battery Bill. As well as Valkyrie. I've played with Valkyrie at, as well a couple of times. I was just super surprised by how well she does. And um, I'm actually super surprised in how much I'm playing with that character. Next up, you have Loki. Now, again, Loki, we can spend a whole episode just talking about Loki. But just one of his um, base things, he's a very just basic character. Um, you know, nothing really, you know, 
I don't know how to say it, just nothing really spectacular, nothing really that changes the game, but he's still cool to play with, I think. Um, so I'll just tell you a Loki's Bam effect, his special rules, as well as his overflow. Um, his special rule is that when a hero is KO'd, Loki doesn't activate his Bam. Instead, he draws another master plan card and adds it face down to the storyline. Again, this is a basic um, rule here for a villain. Basically, when a hero is KO'd, again, without playing a BAM, he will play one of his master plan cards face down to run through his deck. Because we know that um, if the deck runs out, the heroes lose. So he just wants to get your characters KO'd. He wants to get those heroes to be KO'd in order so he can go and speed up his master plan. Uh, his BAM effect is deal one damage to each hero in Loki's location. Again, just one damage. Uh, it's, it's a simple thing. I've seen this BAM, you know, a lot in a lot of the villains, which is sad because this is a very basic BAM effect. It's nothing cool, nothing like, oh my gosh, you know, risky, nothing like we gotta be careful, you know, nothing cool. Nothing entertaining. This is just a basic BAM effect, as well as a basic overflow. It says here, if one or more civilians or thug tokens can't be added to a location, Loki gains one additional health. This may go above his starting value. Now, this is is kind. It's it's a basic one, but it's also not. I say it's it's kind of in the uh, in the medium range. You know, it's not in the. It's it's like a. It's not average. I'll say that. It's above average. Uh, still not spectacular, but it's it's just above average. Um, his overflow is really cool because getting overflows for a villain is super simple, right? As we know what an overflow is, for those of you who don't, it's basically when you want to place civilians or thugs in a location, but you can't, right? And you overflow. There's just already the limit of civilians and thugs, and you just can't place no more. Well, Loki then gains one health, and this is this can be very bad because Loki can go up to. I mean, there, again, there's no limit in his health, so if he keeps overflowing, he's gonna go into ten health, then twelve, and then, you know he's just gonna keep going higher and higher, unless if you clear that overflow. So it's very important for that overflow. Really cool. It also spices things up as well. Um, I, I do like his overflow, though. It just makes it a lot tougher, and, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool. I love, uh, his overflow. Um, again, above average, not average, just above average, just right there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh, actually, I'm so sorry, we're not done yet. <laughs> no, 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 we aren't done yet, uh, because... We still have to do the challenge modes. Or, yeah, the challenges. Basically, um, there is different modes that to set up your game to do different challenges. Like, for example, in the original Marvel United copy and Marvel United X-Men, uh, you know, core boxes, you get these challenges where it says discard your double wild card. And, or discard your double wild card and your single wild card, which always comes with every character. Now, I usually play with this mode a lot. Um, 
you know, it's just it's just a habit. It's just a habit what I do just to see how well that character is without using the wilds. That's how I know when uh, how much I can grade them and where they are overall. But anyway, I use that challenge a lot. Probably some of you who play the game might use that challenge just to make it more interesting and see if that character is just good or not. You know what I mean? But it's not just special setups for characters. It's also cool challenges and little mini games as well. For example, you have the Traitor Challenge, which is uh, the Tales of Asgard Challenge. And this is how you play. The Traitor Challenge can only be used in games of three or four players. So only three to four players can play using this Traitor Challenge. Now what is it? Well, the traitor or the challenge secretly assigns one player the role of traitor, subtly working against the hero's object objectives. Loyal heroes must earn each other's trust and seek to identify the traitor before they are revealed and openly joined the villain's side. During setup, give each one random face down allegiance card. Remove one loyal card if playing with three other, with. Remove one loyal card if playing with only three players. One missed trust token and one wild token to use normally. This is for the setup. Um, then after the setup, after all this, players secretly look at their allegiance cards. Whoever gets the traitor card is the traitor. Secretly working on the villain against the heroes. They only win if the other heroes lose. During the game, when taking their turn, a player can choose to play their hero card face down in the storyline in order to discard this mistrust token. Hero cards must played uh, hero cards played face down have no effect. But the hero can still benefit from the symbols of the previous hero card on the storyline. As soon as the two missions have been completed, everyone simultaneously points their finger at the player they think is the traitor. Then, reveal their allegiance card. Each loyal player that correctly guessed who the traitor is gains a wild token. Any loyal heroes who still have their mistrust token immediately take damage until KO'd unless they are currently invulnerable. The, the traitor player now removes their hero deck and game pieces from play. From now on, they will play as the villain. Each time the villain should play a master plan card, the traitor looks at the top two master plan cards instead, then place one of them in the destroying line and puts the other in the bottom of the deck. If there is only one master plan card left, the traitor plays it directly. So we see here very interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's cool. Uh, you uh, so the traitor has three rounds basically to disguise themselves as a hero. Then after that, um, well, <laughs> they are the villain. That is a pretty cool uh, challenge. I've only played that challenge, I think, just two times. Um, not because I disliked it. It's because getting Marvel United in a three-player game or a four-player game can be a little hard. I play with two players a lot. Sometimes I play just by myself. 
and um, yeah, it can be a little hard to play that challenge. But if you can get enough friends or family members to play, definitely bring that challenge out if you have the expansion. Uh, really cool, really fun, and yeah, it's a, it's a cool challenge. I'm not going to lie, it's a fun one, and it's challenging, I should say. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's rate this box out of a four, out of a, out of, out of, out of a five, excuse me. And yeah, let, let's see this. So the Asgard, Tales of Asgard you, uh, expansion box for me is probably a, uh, I don't know, it's probably a four out of five. The reason for this is because Loki is a cool character. Sure, maybe n not a lot of spectacular things from that villain but it's still really cool thor better reveal valkyrie three out of the four characters are gonna be are really gonna get played a lot Quark he will get played but not as much as valkyrie and the other two uh thors as well um Again, Better Ray Bill, Valkyrie, two great characters. Thor, as well, a great character. You just have just great characters to play with, especially good combos uh, for these characters. For example, uh, setting up a Thor and Iron Man or a Hulk with Better Ray Bill or a Captain Marvel with Valkyrie, that gives you some good combos in there that you can play and you might you know, maybe win every single game against every single villain. Super fun. Super good expansion. If you have it, uh, well, I, I don't know if you'll agree with me if it's the best expansion. I don't think it is. I think there's another expansion in here that's a little better. But we'll just have to see and find out which one that is. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we just rated the Tales of Asgard a 4 out of 5 really good really good expansion and we've seen why again ladies and gentlemen if you haven't already uh listened to the other or uh, other episodes or recent episodes please do so you can do it for free literally for free uh, you don't have to pay a, uh, you don't have to pay a subscription you don't have to do anything like that you can listen for free on spotify google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts um, yeah, I, I think we have just one special announcement before I go. Um, we are, I am currently working on a X-Men United episode for either later today or tomorrow or maybe even next week. And I am currently working right now on the script as well as, uh, figuring out some characters and describing them and some rules in there as well. We're going to be doing the X-Men United Part 2 episode, and it will be released at least, um, before, uh, at least before, uh, two weeks from now. Uh, so hopefully next week, or maybe even this weekend, we can get it out there, and you guys can all listen. Other than that, I think we're all fine. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you haven't already, not just listen to our episodes, but also, if you could subscribe as well as click the bell notification, uh, depending on where you are, every platform is a little different, but if you could subscribe or follow, please do so. It would mean a lot to, to me and, um, you know, to, to Roster United and this podcast. Um, it would be fantastic if you could. 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, hope you have a fantastic day. I am your host, Ethan, and this is Roster United.